Hi, everyone, and welcome to Ropes and Gray's Virtual Trip Around the World podcast. My name is Tina Yu, and I am a associate in the London office. I have with me Tomas Tahula from our friends at Constellar, and today he is going to be talking about some interesting developments in healthcare compliance from the Czech Republic. Thomas, would you mind giving a brief introduction about yourself? Sure, very happy to do that. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Tomáš Čihula. Uh, as Tina said, uh, I'm a partner at Kinsteller. Kinsteller is a regional law firm that focuses on the markets in Central and Eastern Europe. Uh, I am based in, in Prague, in the Czech Republic, and I specialize in life sciences and healthcare. Uh, in fact, uh, I'm the sector leader for the life sciences and healthcare sector, and I'm coordinating our efforts uh, across the whole region of Central and Eastern Europe. Thank you, Thomas. We're very, very excited to have you with us today as we're launching the Global Healthcare Compliance Initiative. Mm-hmm. Um, and just for our listeners, the Ropes and Gray Global Healthcare Compliance Initiative showcases our leading healthcare compliance practice around the globe. And we work with many of our regional partners who are also specialists in healthcare compliance in different regions. So, Tomas, uh, let's dive in and discuss the key regulatory and compliance considerations in the Czech Republic, which we're focusing on today. Um, so, I think to start off, it would be interesting to hear from you the top risks that you see in your jurisdiction. If you could give us, for example, three hot topics, that would be great. Obviously, uh, the Czech Republic, as uh, the other countries, uh, has been uh, heavily hit by the COVID-19 crisis, by the pandemics, uh, and that also had an impact on uh, how uh, healthcare companies and life sciences companies conduct their business uh, in the Czech Republic and in the broader region. Um, uh, obviously, we could we could see that uh, the activities of uh, uh, enforcement authorities uh, that uh, also uh, uh, monitor the situation in the healthcare sector that they, they focused uh, more uh, on the pandemics, uh, but uh, still uh, they follow their uh, agenda uh, as regards uh, life sciences and healthcare compliance and compliance of the businesses with uh, the respective uh, regulations. But what we could see uh, very recently was that uh, some of the authorities, uh, including uh, criminal authorities, have started to to, to focus on uh, uh, procurement uh, of uh, products and services related to the pandemics. Um, uh, The respective uh, uh, authority uh, in the Czech Republic, which is uh, the Court of Auditors, uh, they uh, uh, issued a report where they criticized how uh, healthcare uh, uh, companies, uh, uh, publicly owned companies, uh, how hospitals uh, 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 were buying uh, healthcare products and pharmaceuticals uh, in the past, and what type of contracts they were using. Obviously, uh, all of these uh, healthcare companies and uh, healthcare providers, they were under big pressure uh, to, to buy products quickly. Uh, but uh, they kind of circumvented uh, public procurement rules and uh, the other regulations. And this is now being uh, uh, reviewed uh, by the respective authorities. So we may uh, expect uh, further action in that regard in the next months. So that's, I think, one of the risks. 
that uh, we can identify. Then obviously that there is uh, an ongoing uh, uh, enforcement regarding uh, um, uh, advertising, uh, especially advertising related to, to healthcare uh, professionals uh, in the Czech Republic, like in uh, other uh, EU countries, uh, we have quite stringent rules uh, regarding advertising related to healthcare professionals. Uh, and there is an ongoing debate, especially how uh, the healthcare professionals should be targeted, uh, what, what type of uh, contracts should be used, uh, uh, and how to how to advertise uh, uh, pharmaceuticals uh, appropriately. There have been recently some cases regarding, for example, the use of post-clinical uh, or post-registration clinical studies, uh, uh, and and how uh, healthcare professionals are being remunerated. In that regard, um, uh, also uh, there is a question of uh, when you use uh, uh, third-party uh, agencies, uh, such as some someone uh, coordinating uh, uh, the the communication and advertising uh, targeted at uh, healthcare professionals. Uh, obviously, once you use third-party agencies, you have uh, uh, limited possibilities how to control what the agencies are doing um, and um, uh, also the respective regulatory authority in the Czech Republic, which is the State Institute for Drug Control, is uh, currently uh, monitoring uh, how uh, pharmaceutical companies um, are uh, enforcing certain uh, requirements uh, in relation to these third-party agencies. So that's that's another potential risk um, uh, that uh, that needs to be addressed by pharmaceutical companies in Czech Republic. And then I think that the final uh, uh, topic that I would like to mention is uh, uh, a new set of rules that governs the uh, uh, advertising of uh, of medical devices uh, in the Czech Republic. We have a new regulation that will enter into force uh, uh, at the end of May. Uh, this year, this uh, this new regulation will bring uh, a completely new set of rules uh, of uh, how uh, advertising can be done in the area of uh, medical devices. It it is going to be very similar to what we have currently in the area of uh, pharmaceuticals, and uh, it should fill uh, the loophole uh, in this regard because the area of uh, medical devices. Uh, uh, was enjoying uh, uh, much more liberal rules uh, so far uh, compared to uh, the area of uh, pharmaceuticals, and that will change uh, going forward. So uh, from my perspective, this is probably the most uh, significant development uh, in the area of uh, healthcare compliance uh, in the Czech Republic this year. And uh, that's uh, very important, especially for medical devices companies uh, that uh, have activities in the Czech Republic because they will have to comply with these new set of rules. Thank you, Thomas. That's really timely information. And I think it will make sense to transition to a discussion on the regulatory framework within the Czech Republic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're particularly interested in com- to the extent that compliance matters are regulated by the government compared to um, regulations by industry groups or other third parties. So it would be great to hear your thoughts on that. As I said, the Czech Republic uh, is a member state of the European Union, 
that means uh, that we follow uh, EU rules in this regard. So the basic framework is set actually by the EU. At the EU level, uh, uh, there are certain directives uh, in place that have to be implemented uh, also in the Czech Republic. So we have certain um, uh, statutory regulations that implement uh, these, uh, these EU rules. And that's, I would say, the basic set of rules. Also, we have a, a regulatory uh, authority that is in charge of the enforcement of the rules. So that's, uh, in principle, the State Institute for Drug Control uh, in the Czech Republic, uh, which uh, is uh, a part of the, of the Ministry uh, of Health uh, in the Czech Republic. Uh, but then also uh, we've got uh, industry associations uh, in the Czech Republic that uh, issue uh, their uh, own uh, um, guidelines or codes of conduct uh, that they then try to uh, enforce. Um, uh, and, and the most uh, important one in the Czech Republic is the Asso Association of uh, Innovative uh, Pharmaceutical Producers, which is abbreviated as uh, AIFP. Uh, uh, and this association uh, is uh, a member association of FPA. So they, again, uh, try to follow uh, uh, the, the code of conduct uh, that has been created at the EU level uh, by uh, uh, the FPA. Um, and uh, the code of conduct uh, has been enforced by the association and I have to say that also that the member um, companies uh, of the Association of uh, Innovative Pharmaceutical Producers are the ones that seem to be the most compliant with all the regulations uh, because the code of conduct usually is, I, I would say, the additional layer uh, uh, which uh, tends to be more stringent than uh, the statutory uh, regulation. We've got also some other uh, local associations uh, in the pharma sector, but also uh, in the medical devices sector. These associations, they have their own codes of conduct, but they tend to be more general, uh, much, much broader, um, I would say. And then obviously the enforcement in this regard uh, is, is, uh, is not, so, not so stringent. Uh, so that's, that's a basic overview of the regulatory framework in the Czech Republic from my side. Now going on to enforcement actions, have there been any recent settlements or enforcement cases in the Czech Republic that you think is notable for our listeners? Well, in interesting way, uh, when I looked at the, at the recent enforcement of uh, the authorities in the Czech Republic, as uh, regards the enforcement concerning the advertising in the Czech Republic, uh, the State Institute uh, for Drug Control conducts uh, regularly uh, inspections at uh, pharmaceutical companies. Um, and uh, mo in most of the cases, uh, they didn't find any uh, infringement, which, uh, I mean, seems to be uh, a bit strange to me, actually, because we we've got some, some cases where uh, we, we have doubts about uh, whether the, the activity of a particular pharmaceutical company is in compliance with the regulations. But according to the State Institute for Drug Control, uh, they seem to be quite compliant uh, over the last years, which is, uh, I think, a good sign. Uh, 
Um, on the other hand, um, we shouldn't also forget uh, about uh, the uh, the enforcement uh, activities uh, of uh, criminal authorities uh, in the Czech Republic. And uh, the, the criminal authorities, they also look at uh, uh, how uh, the uh, advertising activity is being conducted by pharmaceutical companies uh, in the Czech Republic. Uh, especially uh, they look at uh, the transfer of value um, and uh, then obviously they don't uh, uh, apply uh, the, the rules regarding the advertising because they are not competent to do so. Uh, but uh, they, 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 they approach uh, the, the issue from criminal law perspective, especially by the example bribery, um, uh, the, the crime of bribery has been committed uh, or not. And uh, we are aware of uh, certain cases uh, in this regard where pharmaceutical companies have been caught by uh, uh, bribing um, uh, healthcare professionals um, in the Czech Republic uh, because uh, healthcare professionals also can be deemed as uh, public servants or officials um, if uh, they work for publicly owned uh, hospital, for example. And in these cases, uh, there have been uh, some uh, also settlements with uh, uh, criminal authorities. Usually, these settlements they they concern uh, uh, the healthcare professionals themselves or uh, the sales representatives as uh, individuals. Not so much uh, the uh, the companies themselves. They can be also held criminally liable uh, in the Czech Republic for uh, bribery. But so far, there have been very, very limited cases, and and also the publicity around these cases uh, has been limited uh, in in the Czech Republic because the information regarding the settlement is not usually uh, published, um, and uh, it's it's very uh, difficult to to track uh, the developments uh, in this regard. We we usually have to rely on uh, either our own uh, experience and practice or on uh, pu- public sources, I mean, like press releases and and, and similar. And uh, the, the information is quite scarce. But fr- from what we know, based on our market knowledge, uh, there have been so far uh, limited uh, limited cases uh, regarding uh, settlements or also uh, enforcement activities that is targeting uh, the pharmaceutical companies uh, or healthcare companies uh, in the Czech Republic. Most of the cases, as I said, have been related to bribery uh, and and to limited extent also uh, compliance with uh, public procurement rules. Got it. Thank you for that very helpful Mm -hmm. overview. And then turning back to COVID, which is, you know, on the top of everyone's minds lately, I know we covered this briefly uh, when we discussed the top risks earlier before, but just curious to see if you have any additional thoughts on COVID-19 related regulatory issues and other risks that you might want to raise with our listeners. As I said, uh, COVID-19 has been a major disruptor for uh, any business, I would say, including the legal business, actually, how how lawyers uh, conduct their business. Um, as regards healthcare companies or pharmaceutical companies, uh, what what we could see uh, in the Czech Republic that many pharmaceutical companies uh, and also uh, medical devices companies were uh, trying to reshape their teams, uh, sales representatives 
because obviously the sales representatives are very dependent on uh, physical contact with uh, the healthcare uh, professionals. So what many uh, uh, pharmaceutical companies or medical devices companies were considering uh, as, the, as the result of, uh, of the current pandemics was that uh, they could potentially scale down to de decrease the number of uh, their in-house uh, uh, sales representatives and that they would make contracts uh, uh, with uh, third-party agencies uh, to um, take over uh, this, uh, this capacity. Um, obviously, this is a good uh, cost-saving measure uh, to some extent. Uh, it provides more flexibility to uh, pharmaceutical companies or medical devices companies. Uh, on the other hand, uh, sometimes uh, it's, it's difficult uh, uh, to control uh, uh, how uh, uh, the advertising uh, activity in this regard is being conducted. So it's very important to or include very good provisions uh, in uh, the respective uh, agreement with a third party agency in order to avoid uh, potential uh, legal risks associated to this, I would say, uh, outsourcing uh, activity. So that's, uh, I think, uh, one of the, the major uh, challenges uh, for uh, the pharmaceutical companies uh, currently. Um, uh, otherwise, uh, we haven't seen any impact uh, in terms of uh, enforcement. So uh, the State Institute for Drug Control, the respective uh, enforcement authority, uh, has not uh, issued any guidance in this regard how uh, uh, pharmaceutical companies um, should behave or whether they should be uh, careful uh, when uh, outsourcing uh, this uh, particular activity. But uh, from our experience, uh, when uh, we dealt with uh, certain um, compliance uh, cases for our clients, we often realized that uh, one of the biggest risks uh, for the pharmaceutical companies or medical devices companies was in a situation where they were uh, outsourcing uh, uh, the activities of sales representatives to third party agencies or to, 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 to individuals because simply they were their employees and it was more difficult for them to control what uh, is, is going on there. Otherwise, um, obviously currently the healthcare sector as a whole is uh, more uh, under scrutiny of uh, various authorities um, uh, because uh, it, is, it is quite apparent that the healthcare sector is very important. Uh, also, uh, from the political perspective, um, and um, it, it is a subject of, uh, of many discussions uh, at, at the government level, but also at the level of the, of the Czech Parliament. Uh, so we can uh, expect that uh, um, uh, the government and the Czech Parliament will also act uh, accordingly. There are being uh, there have been discussions uh, in the Czech Republic whether certain pharmaceutical companies. Uh, should uh, be uh, considered uh, as being part of the so-called critical infrastructure. The same case actually for uh, certain uh, uh, healthcare providers, um, and that would uh, again mean uh, more more scrutiny and, and oversight uh, by the government. But this is just a topic that is currently being discussed, and we will see 
uh, how uh, the situation will develop. We can leave it maybe for our next podcast. <laughs> of course, looking forward to see how mm-hmm. that develops and give us your thoughts mm-hmm. on that. Again, I wanted to thank you and the Kinsteller team for your tremendous contribution to the Local Law Comparison Guide. Um, mm-hmm. You are one of our key contributors, and, and the information there has been incredibly helpful. As our listeners know, the guide provides detailed information on the rules applying to company-sponsored and third-party-sponsored events attended by healthcare professionals. We're going to refer our listeners to the guide for more detail, but while we have you, is there anything that you want to point out for the Czech Republic in the guide? Well, maybe I, I would like to uh, stress again that healthcare companies in Czech Republic are uh, subject to uh, more detailed scrutiny uh, currently, simply because the healthcare sector has is more relevant now uh, for everyone, and and that's why also I mean the the politicians have been under pressure to. Uh, to 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 monitor the situation. Um, uh, also, the authorities have been under pressure to 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 monitor what is going on in the healthcare sector. Uh, so so we can expect, I think, uh, more activity by the authorities uh, in this regard. Also, in terms of uh, of criminal liability, as I said, uh, potentially there might be actions taken by the respective uh, criminal authorities, uh, healthcare companies, uh, especially pharmaceutical companies should be mindful what is going on in, in relation to the, the use of uh, third-party uh, agencies, and they should be very careful there. Otherwise, the healthcare sector is obviously developing uh, very fast, and, and, and we could see, for example, a, a huge uh, increase in, in use uh, of, uh, of telemedicine. Uh, and that's not just the case of the Czech Republic, but also of many other countries in the region, such as, for example, Hungary, which I think uh, has developed very quickly uh, in this regard. Um, another important topic from my perspective is uh, cybersecurity. Uh, we could see some uh, some cyber attacks against healthcare providers uh, in this uh, situation. It's particularly damaging for the companies. So uh, I am aware that, uh, for example, in Czech Republic, uh, uh, the government is trying to uh, uh, address this situation and uh, will be adopting certain measures uh, in, this re- in this regard, also including certain healthcare providers into uh, uh, the so-called critical infrastructure, but also uh, governments in, in Hungary, for example, or in Romania, uh, in the broader region, are working on certain measures uh, in this regard. Also, we will see how the situation regarding COVID will develop further. We have seen uh, uh, in the last year that uh, some of the governments have uh, uh, taken measures, for example, to impose uh, export bans or they, they confiscated certain products uh, that then they used uh, to uh, address uh, 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 the pandemics. Um, and obviously any operator uh, in the Czech Republic or in the broader region in Central and Eastern Europe uh, should be aware that, uh, I mean, they, they might be uh, affected uh, by uh, these measures. Uh, so, I mean, these are probably the specific considerations uh, I have at this moment. Thank you, Thomas. And finally, just to wrap up, I know we, we've touched on this um, as well with covid and recent developments and regulations. 
Is there anything in particular that is on your radar for the next 12 months? I think we will monitor very, very closely how the new rules uh, regarding the advertising uh, uh, of medical devices uh, will be applied in practice. And that's, that doesn't concern only Czech Republic, but also uh, some other countries such as Romania, Slovakia or Turkey that very recently uh, adopted uh, similar measures. So we will we will monitor that situation. Um, and obviously, I mean, the whole new regulation regarding medical devices will enter into force in May uh, this year. So that's mm-hmm. very important for uh, compliance of uh, medical devices manufacturers um, uh, that are active in Czech Republic, but also uh, anywhere in Europe. Then uh, we might expect also certain uh, antitrust cases uh, that will uh, address uh, price coordination uh, related to, to, to the pandemics. We know about a case uh, in Turkey, and uh, there might be uh, uh, some, some new cases uh, coming also in the other countries. Uh, we, we know that there is uh, also a discussion ongoing in Czech Republic whether there have been uh, some unlawful uh, uh, antitrust uh, activities uh, between certain uh, distributors or uh, manufacturers in the Czech Republic. So let's see uh, how the situation will develop. And then obviously the whole new set of uh, cyber security measures. Um, this is something that uh, healthcare companies, uh, being it, healthcare providers or pharmaceutical companies uh, should be ready to address. Thank you, Tomas. Looks like we are mm-hmm. living in very exciting times in terms of regulatory development. Absolutely, yeah. I don't know if it's good or bad uh, for the healthcare providers, but it's, that's the way it is, and we may definitely expect more regulation to come. And we'll definitely circle back with you to see how things pan out um, over the coming months. Thank you again, and to close, want to express our appreciation for your partnership um, and the Constellar team's contributions in developing the local law comparison guide. In addition to the regions that were discussed today, we will compile entries to the local law comparison guide across regions within Asia, Europe, and North America. If you are interested in receiving our local law comparison guide, please reach out to the ROPES team for more information. Thank you for listening and hope you have a great day.